Hi, this is Blake Andrews, lead pastor at Victory World Outreach, Denton, Texas. This is our podcast, and we're so glad that you came to check it out today. I hope this message encourages you and inspires you to do great things for God. Get your notebooks out and get your Bibles open, and let's see what God has from Pastor Dylan from Arusha, Tanzania. Amen? Amen. Buona Yesu asifiwe. Buona Yesu asifiwe. Amen. Praise God. I love it that you speak so much Swahili in Denton, Texas. Amen. We can't wait to see you in Arusha, Tanzania. Amen. For those who we've never met, uh, I am Zay Dillon. I was saved right here in Denton, Texas uh, back in 2009 at Victory World Outreach Church. Amen. And uh, God did something amazing, raised us up, sent us out to uh, plant a church in Arusha, Tanzania. So we're, we're there now, and uh, we're here on a home visit uh, to see the family and to see all of you, and it's been a blessing. Amen. We, live, we leave on Tuesday of next week, but I tell you, it's been an amazing time. I've eaten everything. <laughs> hallelujah we've eaten everything and i start detox on wednesday <laughs> hallelujah praise god i'm gonna get you to turn your bibles uh tonight to the book of second chronicles chapter 20 second chronicles chapter 20 want to continue to say thank you for each one of you every last one of you that's taking time to just be a blessing to us and for having us here, thank you so much. Thank you, Pastor, again, for all you've been doing for us. We really appreciate it. Amen. Second Chronicles chapter 20 and verse 15, it says, He said, Listen, all you people of Judah and Jerusalem. Listen, King Jehoshaphat. This is what the Lord says. Do not be afraid. Don't be discouraged by this mighty army. For the battle is not yours, but God's. Tomorrow, march out against them. You will find them coming up through the ascent of Ziz at the end of the valley that opens into the wilderness of Jeruel. I want you to underline from tomorrow until Jeruel in your Bibles. But you will not need to, to fight. Take your positions, then stand still and watch the Lord's victory. He is with you. O people of Judah and Jerusalem, do not be afraid or discouraged. Go out against them tomorrow, for the Lord is with you. Amen. Let's pray. Father, we thank you for your presence here tonight. We thank you for you're in this place and you're touching lives here tonight, God. We ask that you would speak to us. We ask that you would transform us, God. Build us, Lord. Lord, let no one walk out of here the same, but let us walk out of this place. Change, God. Stir us up, Father, in the name of Jesus. I come against every lie of the enemy, pride, God, any, any spirit, God, that is not of you. We cast into the lake of fire and out of this place. Lord, we humble ourselves, God, and we want to hear from you. Change us, Lord, tonight. In Jesus' name we pray. Somebody said amen. Amen. I'd like to preach a short message tonight. I'm not a long-winded preacher, praise God. I'd like to preach a message tonight about victory in your family and marriage. Amen. How many can use some victory in your marriage tonight? Yeah. 
How many can use some victory in your family tonight? Oh, praise God. Amen. I believe God got something for you tonight. I believe the three key things that, that we need victory for. One is finances. One, two is marriage and family. And three is health. Amen. And, and I don't want to see victory every now and then. I don't want to see, I don't want to get victory as, as a fluke. How I many you know you don't want to win by accident? I don't want to win accidentally. I want to learn how to live in victory in my family and in my marriage. Pastor can tell you, I don't know if he's told you this lately, but I was probably the worst um, newlywed couple he's ever seen. Because I'll pick up the phone every day and say, ah, it's over. Hallelujah. If, you, if you're not married, God bless you. Amen. If you are and you didn't go through that, God bless you also. But I'll pick up the phone and say, I'll pass to this woman. Oh, Lord. Amen. But he taught me how to have victory in marriage. Amen. And I want to share some things with you. You know, the Bible says in verse 16, something amazing. It says here, it says, tomorrow, march out against them, for you will, you will find them. Someone say, you will find them. March out against them, you will find them. And then God is telling them where the enemy is going to be. This is amazing. God is pointing out, this is where the enemy is going to be. This is where you'll find them. You know, if, if we begin to look at this, we'll realize that God gives us strategy for victory, even in our marriage. Hallelujah. God will tell you, this is where you will find the enemy. And then he says, take your place, amen. Stand in position. I got victory for you. Hallelujah. Praise God. I want to share a few things with you because I believe God wants us to have victory tonight. God, Jesus came that we'll have victory over sin tonight. Amen. Jesus came that we'll have victory even in... A, defeating addictions tonight hallelujah sickness hallelujah that was a good time to say amen amen and and in marriage you know marriage was created by god god put together marriage amen we can't we can't make it up there's so many great self-help books amen but the word of god t teaches us how to live a great married life amen and of anything we know marriages are constantly under attack if there's ever been anything in my life that's ever been shot up so much by the devil, it's my marriage. Amen. If you're, if you're in here and you've gone through uh, tough or attacks in your marriage, raise your hand. God bless you. Look around. Hallelujah. Praise God. And so marriages are under attack, and what the enemy wants to do is to divide that home. And once, as soon as he can divide that home, read this statistic. It says, it, children living in female-headed homes with no spouse had a poverty rate of 47%. Father-absent homes were 3.5 times more likely to experience pregnancy than were adolescents. From, from father-present homes. Y'all with me? Families are constantly under attack, and the devil wants to destroy your children. 
The devil wants to destroy your family. If, if you're not awake this morning, this is a time to wake up. Hallelujah. Because Satan wants to destroy the blessings that God has placed in your life. Amen. And so tonight, I wanted to share two key things. I don't want to take long, but I believe there are two key things that God has placed in my spirit that will bless your home. Amen. And number one, I want you to write down the first key. I want you to write down Matthew 6.33. I know, I, I, I know Dwayne, you're almost going to preach this message tonight. God bless you. Amen. <laughs> Matthew 6.33 says these words. It says, but seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things shall be added to you. So the number one area that creates problems and conflicts at home is selfishness. Somebody write that down and don't cuss. Selfishness. Hallelujah. Number one area. I'll tell you what, the, the hardest thing we ever had coming together, getting married, was selfishness. My wife knew her life back home. I knew my life. And now two of us are coming together in the same house, and she wants the house to be the way she had it. Oh, y'all ain't ready. Hallelujah. She wanted to be the way she had it. I wanted to be the way I had it. Amen. I don't want to hear nothing when I take off my socks in the living room. Oh, y'all too quiet. Amen. All the men said, mm, brother, come on. <laughs> Hallelujah. So number one, I want you to write down the immaturity of selfishness. The immaturity of selfishness, amen, because number, number one, we like to be number one in a home. Hallelujah. But before anything in the kingdom of God, God is saying, before you're number one, it's my kingdom. Oh, come on. Hallelujah. Before your number one is my kingdom. It's so, this is why it's so crucial when you read this passage. It says, seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. And then he says, then all these things shall be added unto you. So his kingdom is his plan for our lives, our family, our future. Now, tonight, you're probably saying, okay, but, you know, I, I sure, uh, you know, my, my, my husband or my, my bae said they want to take me out tonight. Oh, praise God you came to church. Hallelujah. Praise God you came to church because I tell you what, this is where it all begins. Amen. In his kingdom, we start, and the rest of it, God makes it work out. Hallelujah. It's, it's so amazing. You can write this down. Every time you seek for your own self, you become responsible for your own progression and increase. Every time you're trying to figure it out for yourself, like, hey, this is how I am going to date this person. This is how I'm going to improve my marriage. If God is not at the center, if, God is, if the kingdom of God is not first, then you're saying, I have a better plan. Hallelujah. Every time, it, it, I, I can't tell you how many times people are coming to church and somebody said, oh, you know, I'm going to take you out to a nice steak dinner. And I got that text. No, Pastor, I'm not coming tonight. Okay. You know, sometimes all you can say is okay. I, no, I'm not against what you got at home. It's okay. Hallelujah. But I'm not against steak dinners now. Amen. But let me tell you, there's Monday, there's Tuesday, there's Thursday, there's Friday, there's Saturday. Hallelujah. There's Sunday after church. Hallelujah. Oh, everybody's quiet now. Let's keep on going. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. 
You may say, we have, I have my own vision, my own goals, my own issues. Let me tell you something. One thing is consistent, the kingdom of God. The kingdom of God is consistent every time because here's, here's what happens. God's word, it shapes our character. When we're focused on God, it shapes us. It shapes us back in that household. Let me tell you something that the devil will constantly do in my marriage. If you ever look at the Christmas pictures, that's a, this is a testimony. You got to get excited about this. Hallelujah. If you look at the Christmas pictures, VWO Christmas parties, now you go back and uh, Chris would, would know this. You would have, we got saved in 2009. So somewhere 2010, 2011, you start seeing we're in VWO Christmas parties, right? And then came a year, I think it was 2012, Christmas party. We're not there. My wife's like, oh, don't do this. Don't share this one. It's good. I promise you it's good. We're not there. Because right before the Christmas party, let me tell you, our house lit on fire. It was fire. I mean, it was, it was a pew, 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 pew. And I was like, you know what? I was looking forward to going to this Christmas party. And the devil's like, not tonight. And God reminded me this word. Seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. I said, I'll be right back. I got out the house, closed that door, and I went down to Fry Street. I said, How? I said how's that Christmas party? They're like, oh, it's good. They said, in pictures, praise God. I said, devil, I'm going to give you a different party. Amen. Let me tell you, I went down to Fry Street, started preaching the gospel. Started preaching the gospel, people started getting saved. People started getting saved. People started getting saved. Let me tell you something. By the end of that night, we've never missed another Christmas party. Hallelujah. Let me tell you, the devil doesn't want me to miss another Christmas party. Praise God. But you seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, God makes it work out. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You know, the many times as a family where we compete with God, or we allow our, our marriages, our relationships, our families to compete with the things of God. Uh, I didn't think I was going to get a lot of amens there. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. But many times you would find it. It could be time for prayer. It could be time for service. It could be, it could be ministry, whatever it is. We have to go back and say, okay, am I allowing what I have to compete with God being first? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Because every time God is first, he gets to manage the increase in my life. Every time I'm first, I manage the increase in my life. Oh, come on now. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So now God becomes responsible for the increase when we're not competing with him. Hallelujah. And I want to tell you something. God is a God who gives more. Every time we put in verse, he will give us more than what we asked for, more than what we prayed for. Amen. If you're saying, okay, I want to see a great marriage, let me tell you something. You're saying, I want, ooh, Lord, I want my wife to be better. Let me tell you something. You want to have a more exciting marriage? Put God first. Let me tell you, a God-fearing husband is very attractive. A God-fearing wife is very attractive. 
Praise God. You want to have some fireworks at home? Hallelujah. God is a God of abundance. <laughs> oh, y'all too quiet on me. Watch this. Ephesians 3.20. Watch this. It says, not to him who is able to do exceedingly abundantly above all that we ask or think according to the power of God, the power that works in us. Let me tell you something. God is able to do exceedingly and abundantly. Amen. You want to see an amazing marriage. Let me tell you, that's key number one. Hallelujah. Now, this means, go down to Joshua 24. Hallelujah. Somebody's saying, well, you know, okay. So I put God first. You ready? I put God first, but it sure will be nice. Or it sure will be much better if my wife, oh, watch it. I'm gonna, come on, man, let's, let's do this, all right? If my wife was like this and like that, oh, man, wow. Hallelujah. And the wives are saying, oh, it should be better. We'll probably have a lot better marriage if you were like this and like that. Hallelujah. Joshua 24 and verse 14. Let the Lord answer. Hallelujah. It says, now, now, therefore, fear the Lord, serve him in sincerity and in truth, and put away the gods of your father, which your father served on the other side of the river and in Egypt. Serve the Lord. And if it seems evil to you to serve the Lord, choose for yourselves this day whom you will serve, whether the gods of your fathers, which your fathers served, that were on the other side of the river, or the gods of the Amorites, in whose land you dwell, but as for me, underline this, as for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. Something important. Joshua saying, we'll serve the Lord, right? But something amazing he says, he says, as for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. It is so amazing that he said me before he said we will serve the Lord. Hallelujah. It's so amazing. He said, I'm making a decision. I am going to be the one to serve God, and then we will serve the Lord. You know, many times, let me tell you, I'm guilty. Hallelujah. Many times, like, oh, Lord, change her, Lord. Mm. Mm. Oh, no, no, nobody ever prayed that here. Hallelujah. Lord, change her, Lord. Change everything, Lord. Danger, hallelujah, hallelujah. But some people are like, mm, I sure wish they listening, hallelujah. But let me tell you something amazing about this. As we say, as for me and my house, one of the most amazing things I learned is to go before God and say, Lord, change me. Lord, mold me. Make me the husband. Make me the father you've called me to be. Hallelujah. Mold me, the Lord, that my house, I would have an amazing marriage. Make me who you called me to be. Somebody's like, yup, you need to pray that. No, devil's a liar. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Me and my house, we will serve the Lord. Every last one of us. Let me tell you, as we begin to work on us and allow God to work on us, God will do something amazing. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Number two. I want to tell you, number one, by the way, your children are watching. 
Your children are watching as you put God first. They will also. I've seen, I've seen it in real life. I've seen somebody, uh, as, as they were coming to church, their children were coming to church, and as they started deprioritizing the things of God, their children did also. Hallelujah. Every time they started, oh, well, you know, pastor, it's this and this and that. Even though the child was older and they could come to church by themselves, they started saying, well, they're not coming. Hallelujah. And what happens is that's on us. Amen. Let's go to number two. Number two is forgiveness or unforgiveness. These are two keys. Number one is selfishness, hallelujah, that we work on. But number two is unforgiveness. This is the second biggest battle that we deal with in marriage. Something happened some time ago, but every time we start progressing forward, it comes back up again. Yeah, hallelujah. Not too many amens on that one, hallelujah. Every time, no, but you know what you was doing. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Come on. This is, let me tell you, if you don't say amen, let's pack up these altars. Hallelujah. Colossians 3.13, it says, make allowance for each other's faults and forgive anyone who offends you. Remember, the Lord forgave you. And so, you can forgive others if you want to. And so, you can forgive others if they have never done it before. Oh, come on now. Come on, let's come, come back. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. This, this is for all of us. Amen. And so, you must forgive others. Hallelujah. We must learn to forgive people. In that home, let me tell you something. It sure is terrible forgiving everybody outside and not forgiving the people in your own household. Oh, no, oh man, no, I'm so forgiving. Don't worry about it. It's all right. It's all right. Then you get in the house. Y'all pass each other. Hallelujah. Isn't this true? Somebody shout amen. The key to a successful home, a marriage, a family, Child raising is learning forgiveness. Let me tell you, our kids get to learn forgiveness too. Hallelujah. You know, you can learn a lot about people by watching their children. I watch my kids though. Hallelujah. <laughs> Hallelujah. <laughs> amen. But I'm just kidding. Amen. But the, the battle in the home is constantly battling bitterness and forgiveness. Bitterness and forgiveness. I remember a time, you know, I'll tell you this before I share this testimony with you. Forgiveness will bring you healing. I remember a time we were, musicians, you can come up, I'm going to close, amen. We had a... Um, we had a lady, I remember she was walking by the church and we invited her to we invited her in and she was as she was walking by, she was smoking a cigarette, she had a hip problem. And she was walking like this and we said, Hey, why don't you come on come on in the church? And she came in the church. And I remember she was so 
bitter and so angry. And it was another service. She came back and um, we said, I want you to walk around and greet somebody. And people walk around and greeting somebody. She was sitting down. It was cold. And we said, hey, what's wrong? Why, what, what's, why aren't you, you know, able to? She said, oh, no, my, my hip is broken, Pastor. I have a problem with my hip. I can't really get up. We're like, oh, that's sad. Well, let's pray about it. Amen. So we got there. We said, Lord, heal this lady, God, of her hip in the name of Jesus. And she got there. We said, why don't you get up? Amen. Why don't you try to get up? And she got up and she began to weep. She began to cry because she, she had a fractured hip or a broken hip and God had healed her. Amen. But what we didn't realize that God was doing something, she said, I will never forgive what my husband did to me. And it was that same, well, before she had told us that her husband, well, she had a double stroke. And she had a double stroke and she was laid out. And her husband, all he had to do was call 911, but he stood up over her body and laughed. And she was moving, but he laughed and laughed and laughed. And sooner or later, her daughter walks in. And as her daughter sees her, and she runs, and she calls 911. The ambulance comes, and they pick her up, and they put her in the ambulance and take her to the emergency room. And they got to work on her. But with all that bitterness, she had left that home. Let me tell you, her life was moving nowhere. She said, I'm never, I will never, I will never forgive. So in her body, she, she, she had a fractured hip, and it didn't make it any better. But I remember that day as we began to pray that God healed of her hip. And something amazing, she said, as she went down to the altar and began to cry, she said, I forgive. I forgive. She began to let go. Let me tell you something. God has a way that can help you forgive people. God has a way that can heal your heart and help you forgive those who've hurt you, even people in your own home. Oh, we got to allow him to take it over. Hallelujah. We got to allow him to take it over and he can heal our, he can heal our family. You're in a, if you're in a place tonight and you said, I need healing, uh, you know what, Pastor, you, don't, you never understand what's happening in this house. You know, I would never understand, but God does. And God is able to heal your heart. He's able to heal your marriage. He's able to heal your children and heal that environment as he sets in that home. Hallelujah. We're going to do something. Let's bow our heads tonight. I want us to pray about a couple of things tonight with every head bowed and every eyes closed. How many in this place, front to back, left to right, you're here tonight? And in your heart, you say, you know what? I want to give my life to Jesus tonight. Perhaps you're saying, you know, I need a better home. I need healing in my marriage. 
that if Jesus can bring healing in my marriage, I want to give him my heart tonight. I've been in this place, front and back, left to right. Say, remember me in prayer. I want to give my heart to Jesus. Said, I know, and you say, I know I'm not where I need to be, but I'm ready to get out of that life tonight. Just slide your head up, put it back down. You say, remember me in prayer, right where you are, and we're going to continue. Praise God. I want to ask another question tonight. You here tonight? And you've been battling unforgiveness. You've been battling unforgiveness. It doesn't have to be anything that anyone knows about. I'm not going to ask you to share what it is. But you're here tonight and you've, you've been battling with forgiving and letting go. You say, I need God to heal me. I need God to give me the strength tonight to let it go. I'm ready to let it go. I need God to do something tonight. How many say, remember me in prayer tonight? I need, I need to let go. Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. Let's just stand on our feet tonight. We're going to do something tonight. I'm going to open up these altars. You know what God spoke to you. Perhaps it's in, in your home and you're saying, God, I want to I put focus on you in my home. I want to change some things around in my home. Come make a decision with God tonight. I'm going to open up these altars, find room, and begin to let God deal with you in your marriage, in your home. Say, God, you're going to be first in our home. It's not about me. It's not about where I've set my priorities. I'm turning my priorities to you. Maybe tonight you've been hurting. It's been, it's been a, somebody's hurt you. Just find room at this altar and just begin to let God deal with that. Just say, God, we're giving it to you tonight. Lord, it hurts, but we're giving it to you tonight. And as right before we pray, or as you can begin to pray here, well, I want us to do something. I want us to pray the sinner's prayer tonight for those who raise their hand and people want to give their hearts to Jesus. Say, Lord Jesus, I give you my heart tonight. I ask you to forgive me of my sins and come into my life. Be my Lord and my Savior. I confess you as my Lord tonight. I believe you're the son of the living God. And when you died on the cross, Lord, God raised you from the dead. Because of that, I am saved. Write my name in the Lamb's book of life. Thank you, Jesus, for saving me. Amen. Let's go ahead and begin to pray here in this place. Thanks again for listening. If you want to hear more messages, please subscribe to our podcast channel. And if you like it, consider rating it and sharing it with your friends. For more content from VWO Denton, go to our website at vwotexas.com.